Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up. Challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad that you're with us this week. This is the pre-boot camp radio show. This is the last one we will do in studio before we go to boot camp next week, which means, Robbie, we are what? Eve, 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 Eve from... Boot camp Eve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somewhere in there. We we're like four or five Eves for boot camp Eve. And, and so if you can just do the, the so yeah, Saturday night. Well, let Sunday me give night, you some added. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. number one, my brother's going to be there. Yeah. All right. And his grandson. And so my brother was the one blessed with personality. <laughs> and so, if, you know, if it wasn't enough to meet my brother, Corn will be there. Okay. And so if you haven't met a character yet when you met my brother, Believe me when I tell you, it will be it'll be an experience. But more than that, you might meet Jesus, mm. and you know, get a good look at him. Maybe like you've never seen him before, and in doing so, you get a good look at yourself, which is kind of the idea. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we are doing a uh, boot camp related topic. So Danny, you want to tell us a little bit about what the topic is? It is a revisited topic. It's a it's a reboot. A reboot, yeah, a reboot yeah. camp, yeah. It's a reboot camp talk. Yeah, a reboot camp talk. Yeah. We, we did this before, I can't remember, the spring show or whatever, just talking about boot camp talks or, or moments of boot camp that impacted you. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've got clips associated with that. But just coming up on boot camp or reboot camp, which will be a dual deal more boot camp we've heard. Yeah. And so um, that – you know, talking about those and the impacts because, and I think somebody mentioned in the pre-show, you know, those of us who've been to multiple boot camps, you know, we could pick just about any talk mm-hmm. and go, okay, I've had a moment, a Jesus moment here or there and that kind of thing. So we're just going to share some of that tonight. Yeah, it, it, that's actually where I was going to go a little bit next. Um, but you, you said it well. Some of us, you know, all of us have been to more than one. Well, most of us are have been. <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, Art. Come on, Art. We'll see you this time, I hope. But uh, yeah, anyway, you you can respond, Art. I, it, this is an open response. If you say anything. Well, I, I do have a story to tell. When you uh, you work me in, I have a boot camp story to tell. Oh, absolutely. Well, we will get you in there right after the first clip, and then we'll we'll, we'll get you in this either this first segment or in the second segment. But yes, we will. But uh, regardless of how many boot camps you've been to, uh, one of the questions we often get is, really, how can you go to so many of these? Well, each one, yes, the, the topics are the same, but we're different, and you know. We see God differently because we're closer proximity to God, hopefully. Hopefully you're growing in your walk, right? And so as you get closer to God and he unveils more to you, every boot camp is unique. 
And so, yeah, we could go topic by topic, talk by talk, and all have story after story after story. We just kind of pick some of the highlights. Right? Go ahead. Well, it would be the same as saying, well, how can you read the Bible again if you already read it once? Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same similarity. And there's always different people with different stories, different things being presented, and it just, even if it's the same thing I've heard from Sam before, it hits you differently with where you are this year than you were two or three years ago or something in your walk. And like you said, it's, it's an, it's an experience that I, I'm kind of with, you know, most people it's like, okay, yeah, it's it's the same thing going over. Right. Well, yes and no, like you just explained. And I just love the fact that we have new people on the team that weren't on the team before. So like, you know, when I was first, went to boot camp we got some guys that you just they don't get up and talk anymore they're not a part of coming every boot camp and there's different people talking now than before so it's different and they keep adding things into their life because their walks are different and for us that get to do a talk it's okay i'm diving into some new material for the first time for me and that's a growth thing and then it's getting to hear what other stories that men tell during that time, it's just, it's back to the fellowship. It's just wonderful to be around other men of God who are struggling to get through life like we are. I love what they said about Eugene, Eugene, Eugene Peterson. His relationship with the Bible was that he had an intimate, conversational intimacy with the Bible. In other words, when you come to that passage, you know, hello, Genesis 3, my old friend, right? How many times we've been there? Right, I've come to talk with you again. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about the beauty of boot camp, is you're completely familiar with it after you've been to enough of them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's just like that. You're you're coming to a very familiar place to you, and when you see that same clip again, even the same guy or whatever, there's familiar a familiarity with it, but there's an intimacy with it that gives you even deeper experience. I mean, that's the way to explain it. When was the last time you turned your back on an old friend and didn't want to see him? Right. Not very often. So the, the frequency of the boot camps is not really a deterrent, or should not be. Uh, just like I get excited every time I see my sweetheart. And that's over 60 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things that, that also changes, I think, for us is when you go to your first boot camp, go to any boot camp, you're inundated with information. You know, we often say at boot camp, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Because it is. But God shields your heart from that. Right? He knows that you can only, you can take on a lot of knowledge, but you can't internalize all that. And so he just gives you what you can take at each boot camp. Now, you may get more information, but your breakthrough and, and where he really focuses tends to be in a little different area each camp right, or going deeper in, a, in an old area. And so everyone has its own flavor. Everyone's unique from that standpoint. And since Jim's not here, we'll say very unique because I know how much he enjoys <laughs> that when he hears it on the radio. But uh, it is a unique experience each time. But we better get to our first clip. So, Rodney, you have the first clip. And so if you want to tell us a little bit about that, and then we can play it. Yeah, I was looking for the a sister clip with this, but this is all I could get on this. This is WKRP in Cincinnati. And Les Nesman, the news guy at WKRP, he always wants walls up so he can have his own office. And if 
you ever see WKRP, you know what we're talking about. But for those of you that haven't seen it, but Les is a very peculiar guy and wants to have his walls and his doors and all the respect from for being the director of the news for this radio station. And <clears throat> Herb, he just walks right through the lines that he's got on the floor because there's a solid yellow line that's supposed to be the walls and there's a dash line that's supposed to be the door and he wants people to use the door and have respect. So what you're going to have in this exchange is people reiterating stuff because they're like pretending like they're opening and closing the door to appease less and do those kinds of things because less wants walls up and have his separation. So let's just play that and I'll explain later. Say less. Ah. Sorry. Knock, knock, knock. Come in. I just wanted to uh, congratulate you on that uh, pig thing. Thank you. Oh, you don't seem too excited about it. Herb, would you like to go to the awards banquet with me? I don't go out with guys, Les. <laughs> kind of a little rule with me. Well, what's that supposed to mean? Nothing, except that I already have something to do tomorrow night. Herb! Oh, for Pete's sake. Nothing, except that I already have plans for tomorrow night. How's that? Look. I went to the trouble of putting these lines here to indicate the walls of the private office a news director should have. I would appreciate it if you would be kind enough to observe them. What's wrong with him? I don't know, Herb. Boy, guy gets a gray hog award and he suddenly gets snooty on us. Herb? It's all right, he can't hear us, his door's closed. And he has no door physically. Uh, it's what happens in this show is that people start getting on each other's nerves and they're trying to, you know, fight through this a little bit, but it just keeps building and building and everybody's just at one another's throats for all these different things. And finally the, the station manager kind of, it comes back to the, the figure of less wanting walls. And that's kind of the, the thing that triggers Andy, the, um, uh, station manager to come in and say, no, we don't need to keep building walls between us. We need to break down the walls that are already there in these relationships and, you know, have relationship with one another. And I went to this clip and was looking for that specific one because what had happened, it started at the first boot camp and it's continued ever since is that when I saw these men stand up on that stage and do their talks. The biggest thing to me was their vulnerability and talking through things that I would have said, you know, boy, there's a lot of shame associated here. There's a lot of guilt or there's a lot of embarrassment or these things that you just don't talk about. And I, I what kind of hit me was, man, these guys are messed up. And I'm like, I, all I could think was, oh, I fit in here. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, this is exactly, you guys have the, all these same stupid things that I've done or I've had going wrong with me. I've had in my life or my time frame, And I want to put that behind me. And one of the biggest things is actually sharing what those are to actually be able to talk through it and come at it from a different standpoint than hiding it is to be open with it and say, God's better than that. God's beyond that. And look at him 
because he's the one that's going to bring the healing in and I could actually start living in the, in the new creature instead of the old nature. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Well, there is still time to come to the upcoming boot camp. There is time to register. If you want to do that this weekend, that's really the latest you could probably do it is this weekend that we're in. And so, you know, you want to go to Masculine Journey. .org to register for the upcoming boot camp, which is just coming up again in a few days this next weekend, right? And so we want to make sure that you do that. If you're not sure whether you uh, can afford to come, don't let that be a deterrent. There's there's some scholarships available. You know, if you can help in any way that helps the ministry quite a bit. If you can't, just reach out to one of us. Just reach out to anyone that you like their voice a little bit better. You could reach out to Danny and Masculine Journey, you know, .org, any of our first names at masculinejourney.org. We'll get you to one of us, and we can help you get to that boot camp if that's where you feel like you need to be. And so we ask that you would uh, you would do that, and that we are looking forward to seeing you at an upcoming boot camp. Hopefully we'll have one coming up, either this one you'll come to or the next one. We will have one coming up in the spring, but we'll, hopefully we'll see you this week. We'll talk with you after the break. What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. The first one, I, did, I had no clue what, what I was walking into. And then realizing that other people are in the same boat and, you know, how open everybody was to share their struggle. It was a great group and a lot of impacting was able to be done. It is a tight bond of men, everybody's the same, and each and every time that I've come to boot camp, I've learned something different. And not one man that's ever been there neglects not to take time out to talk or to share. It's serious business, and you need to come one time and break bread with the men and fellowship. Feel the atmosphere, hear the people pray, and get down to earth about what's going on in life and get real. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Welcome back to Masculine Journey, and that is Jason Gray in a song that is called Remind Me Who I Am. Sorry. <laughs> you got to remember. Yeah. You got to be reminded. Yeah, remind me who I am. It's right there in the lyrics. But it's actually, uh, I, there's a lot of great boot camp songs, and I actually picked this one for the bump in because it was, uh, I, I did not see this, to be quite honest, I didn't see it for the first time at a boot camp. Back in, back in the history of uh, uh, Masculine Journey, there, there was a time that we were able to have a women's team and we were doing some women's camps, which we're not doing currently. Um, but we were able to do that. And that's where I actually saw the video for the first time. They played it at the women's event on one of those. And it just fits so well with a lot, a lot of what we do, you know, especially as you're talking about the topic of identity. Because that's what the enemy comes after. And that's what Jason Gray, in that video, it's an amazing video. Go watch it on YouTube. Uh, go watch it. Yeah, YouTube would probably be the best. But Jason Gray, remind me who I am. And, and it's just got a great message to it because the world screams other names at us, 
right? But we only have one name in God's eyes, and that's son or daughter. That's beloved. I am your beloved. You know, I'm his beloved, right? And that's our identity at the, 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 the core. That, that's who we are. And, and when we lose sight of anything other than that, the enemy has a foothold on us, right? And it's so hard to hold on to. You'd think it would be easy to hold on to. But, guys, is it easy to hold on to on a daily basis? No. No, it's not. You know, you'd think it is as much as we're in this message, as much as we talk about it. It's still, that's some of the biggest effort in the day is just holding on to that. Just holding on to the truth that we've been given and the nuggets that we've been given. You know, it makes me really understand, you know, why the, the, the people, God's people would stop and build monuments mm-hmm. to remind them. Because not only are we forgetful people, right, but the enemy's good at stripping us from those memories. He's really good at going in and, and co-authoring and, and distorting things. Did God really say? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, it started in the garden, and he continues to do that, that trick today. And so it's such a great song, and it always reminds me of boot camp and puts me in a, in a great mood, and so that's why I chose to, to use Sweet. a bump. But uh, anyway, Art, you were going to tell us a boot camp story before we went to break, and so we have just been mm-hmm. sitting here waiting you know, excitedly for your boot camp story. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Well, I did, I did visit the boot camp uh, uh, last year. And uh, Sam, you said I could talk about my dog every week. So uh, I've got a dog story. Okay. Um, yeah. I let my, I let my dog out of the, out of the truck to go and, and meet Danny. And uh, they, they liked each other. My dog was wagging her, uh, non-existent tail and just happy to see Danny and she ran off and back to the truck and she got her squeaky ball and brought it out to Danny and Danny held out his hand to to take the ball and she growled at him she said yeah. yes she did she, she said uh yeah that's my I'm, I'm just going to show it to you you can't have it I just want you to see it because I'm a German shepherd I'm not going to give it to you but uh you can see it so uh, that, that was uh that was my boot camp story, and and my, you know, we do we do uh, have a good time and have fun and and at the at the uh, boot camps. And um, I was just gonna say, you know, my dogs—they're part of God's cre God's creation, and they help me um, spread a little joy and cheer most days uh, of the, of the of the week. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was sitting at. A stop sign at an intersection waiting for a car to pass in front of me and then go by me and this person in the car was looking and smiling at me and I was like I don't know who this is I kind of gave him a half nod head nod and then they started pointing at my dog Bella she was sitting in the passenger seat with a big yellow squeaky ball in her mouth looking all around and they were just uh, just happy to see her. So that's, that's, that's about all I had to say. Okay. So we'll look forward to your next boot camp yeah. story yeah. that you'll have. And so that'll involve being in a session. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which you've already done. You've already done. So, uh, Danny, we're actually off to, uh, to your, your turn for a clip. Yeah. That was, that was my context of instead of Bella at the ball, it was Bella with the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, you don't get the ball from Bella. No. Oh, ironically though, she left it when she left. She did. Yeah. yeah I was looked, scared to pick it up because I was scared she's coming back. Yeah. For it. <laughs> yeah. She's a sweet dog. She really is. Um, my clip is 
ironically from the Andy Griffith show. Nah. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's a deep well there. Yeah. But anyway, the the episode is Opie and the Bully. And during this episode, Opie, Opie's being bullied on the corner by a kid from school and taking his milk money nickel every morning. And so just to set it up a little bit, him and Andy have conversations, and Opie's kind of the, the kid going, you know, I got this friend, or, you know, he's he's trying to get information without the shame of knowing he's being bullied. And Andy pours into him, and, and we talk a lot of boot camp about masculinity being bestowed. And so Andy's pouring into his son, the father-son stuff, and, and, and basically tells him a story about him being bullied and him standing up to the bully and, you know, because he's worried about getting a knuckle sandwich. And he t- tells him that, you know, it doesn't even hurt. You know, what he, what he was, in essence, telling him was, my worst fear came true and it wasn't nearly as scary and as painful as I thought it was going to be. And so Opie takes this information and the clip you're going to hear is where he stands up to the bully. And he, he finds out that his father truly poured in wisdom to him and what his father told him was right. You can play the clip. We'll talk about it. Come on, Opie. Hand it over. We're going to be late for school. Are you, ain't you? I hope he was telling me the truth, Paul. Opie! Opie, son, you all right? Yeah, Paul. Ain't it a beauty? <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Tell the truth now, Barney. Did you ever see a prettier one in all your born days? No, Andy. I ain't never seen a prettier one in all my born days. <laughs> and you were right. I didn't even feel it. You didn't? Nope. And you know what else, Barney? What? I laughed. Uh, did you? Yeah, just like you, Paul. I laughed and failed into him like a windmill in a tornado. <laughs> Sounds like you ain't stopped blowing either. Yeah. <laughs> And here's your nickel, Barney. Oh, thanks, well. son. And here's yours, Paul. Well, thank you, son. You're welcome. Want to know something, Paul? <laughs> what? A sandwich sure tastes better with milk. What you didn't, what you couldn't see was he had a shiner of black eye, and he was so proud of the thing. So um, the rest of the episode is more about his black eye than his being bullied. But um, the, you know, as a kid who was bullied and anything, but, but the point was, Somewhere between the the wound talk and the father father or the sonship talk in my first boot camp, you know, I discovered some things about my own dad that you know we talk about the father wound a lot, and we talk about things, and then there are things that the enemy had lied to me about, and God just kind of peeled back several layers on that first boot camp I was at with those talks, and I realized my dad had poured into me a lot, but it was a lot more in actions than it was words. Now, you know, he shared lots of different wisdom with me, but, you know, he he helped me through a lot of tough times, and, and I've been able to go back and revisit those things and get what I was supposed to get, you know. So it's never too late. Mm-hmm. And every boot camp I go to, and Rodney mentioned it well, was that, you know, you go to diving into these talks, preparing for boot camp like I'm doing, and and – the, the stuff that comes out, I think you get to be the bigger beneficiary of it than anybody that will hear the talk. Mm-hmm. It's been my experience. So, Yeah, and it's weird how the things that God will have you share are typically things that you had told yourself you would never share with anybody. Yeah. 
Right. And you think, you know, when you're getting ready to do a talk that it's like, oh, no, you know, I don't know what he's going to ask me to share. But that all goes away because he works on your heart. He works on you through the process. You know, and you get up there and you're speaking from a place a lot of times of healing, a place of growth, for sure, a place of walking intimately with God through it. And there's nothing to be really scared about at that point because, you know, God's got your back. It doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks because God's got your back. I thought you were going to say something, Robbie. You looked at me. Uh, Harold, would you like to add something? I know we may not get your full story in, but would you like to add something before we go off of this show and into the next one? Well, a couple of things that uh, impacted me was the poser talk, Mm -hmm. for one, because uh, it caused me to see a person in the mirror that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a person that was on the highway, was very unkind to other people, yelling, screaming, uh, questioning uh, their brain power or lack thereof. Me, me, uh, me. I'm just kidding. A lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. Plus, um, like many guys, uh, he had lured me into pornography, mm-hmm. which was a, a terrible, shameful place for me to be. Mm-hmm. And yet he exposed me to me. And uh, so that was very important. The other talk that impacted me a lot uh, was the new name because that teaches us that you need to be quiet and listen and let God fill in the space. I didn't know that before then. It was just a one-way conversation, Mm -hmm. which is only half of what you really need. So those were two of the talks that I felt impacted me a lot. Well, good. Well, thank you for sharing, Harold. Anyone else want to add anything before we go out on this, uh, the end of the show? Anyone have anything they'd like to add? So when is our next boot camp, Rodney? That'll be November 16th through the 19th. Right, which is this next week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so they should go register when, Robbie? Now. Now, exactly. <laughs> In between this show and waiting to, to, to play the after hours, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a little bit of time there. Right, maybe not for you. It's you could designed in case you didn't know that to start Thursday night, so that you only have to take one day off of work. Friday. That's right, take Friday yeah, off. Right. So you can you can come to boot camp about three thirty on the on, on the sixteenth, mm-hmm. or even five o'clock. We'll have dinner, and then all you have to take off is one day of work, and even Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll have a great time. Now we're going to shoot each other with airsoft. You're going to get to shoot with gay their real guns, and, and it prepares you for the holidays coming up. Yeah, right. that was one of the big things about the timing of this one. It really helps you out on what you have to go face with warfare and other things within the family. Absolutely, and there'll be a great time of fishing, just lots of stuff. Great camaraderie. Anyway, great time with God. Go to masculinejourney.org to register right now. Go do it now. There's nothing. If you got a free moment, go do it. We would love to see you there. We'll talk with you next week. Go love somebody well this week. This is the Truth Network.